0: So today, I would love to share with you season two of what's coming our way um, in change. Uh, You know, we pray through what God has in store for us as a church, but also what God has for us as individuals. You know, if you're not praying about your life and and saying, God, where where are you directing us in this season, Um, then you're missing uh, a big reality about your life. Life is full of seasons, and so you'll go through life because God is a God of seasons. I mean, if you look at his creation, it's full of winters, spring, summer, fall. I'd make sure I'd get them all. And then, you know, and he's full of seasons and, and your life is the same way. So we're praying and change. Hey, God, show us what season we're going into so that we can focus right and do the right things on point. Um, and, and so deciphering what that looks like um, you know, you might be in a season in your life uh, where you feel dead, you know. You might be going through a season where you feel like things are falling off of you because you have no life in you. And let me just encourage you that right after the dead season comes the new life season, okay? So if you're in the middle of death right now, just wait. God has new life for you. Um, a lot of times when, uh, you know, we're going through life and we'll have something happen in our life where we're like, this season stinks, I mean, it just can't get worse. We'll almost get excited because we're like, we know what comes after death. You know, it's the scripture, weeping may endure for a night, but you know what's coming after night, don't you? Sun. And in the morning, there's new joy, there's new mercies, and God is a God of seasons. And so uh, I'm just excited about the season that he's bringing us into. Uh, We just came out of this season of just strengthening and the season of focus, uh, and if you're part of that, we, you know, all of our efforts were into focusing, pinpointing what are we doing and how do we do it well. Um, and we've been doing that. We've been focusing, all of us in our lives even, have been focusing what is our place in this mission. As we, you know, turn our focus to Philadelphia, as we turn our focus to our networks, our workplaces, our friends, what are we focusing on so that we don't just stretch ourselves thin, but we really hone in. And that's the season we're coming out of. But this next season, I'm, I'm super excited about it because God just laid this, this word increase. So this next season is the season of increase. And I love what, what increase means. It literally means to heighten, to strengthen, to maximize, to deepen, to sharpen, boost, expand, step up. Yo, does that get you pumped? I mean, that's a good season to go into. And, and when, when God was kind of placing on our hearts and we're praying through it, um, it just got me excited, got me pumped. Because um, there, there comes a season of prep, and then there comes a season of enjoying what you've prepared. And I'm excited to walk into that, to a, a season of increase, not only for our church, but a season for your life. Where you will go into a whole new season of of maximizing everything that is in your life, are you ready for this i'm excited I'm excited because I, I know that um, with every new season comes new challenges, but our God is a God of the possible. there is no impossible with God and so he he placed this scripture isaiah fifty four and this kind of gives it the grand picture of of what we're um, we're doing in this season but the, the it starts with Verse 2, I'm reading out of the message translation says, clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large, spread out, think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're gonna need lots of elbow room for your growing family. You're gonna take a whole you're gonna take over whole nations. You're gonna resettle abandoned cities. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Woo! I'm ready to preach. All right, let's pray. God, thank you so much for this amazing day, for who you are. Uh, You're an incredible God, and we just thank you for the privilege of being a part of your plan. Um, We we stand here grateful and honored that you would choose us to be a part of this big mission, and we pray that we would do it well. Today, God, I just make it our prayer that you would open up our hearts, let us hear you, more than just more words, more than just another sermon or a great inspiration. God, let it be life-changing today. We totally surrender ourselves to you. and pray that you would have your way. Um, we love you and trust you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's break apart this scripture because, I, I, dude, I'm so excited. Um, the, the first part of the scripture is clear lots of ground for your tents. Now, I don't know if you're a camper or a tent maker but you know that the first process of tenting is clearing the ground. And it's super important, right? Super important. And we have a lot of expert tent makers in the building. I know for a fact. But when you're, when you're finding a spot, number one, you gotta find a flat land, right? Everything has to be good. No holes, no divots, no bumps, nothing. Because you will feel every stinking thing That is on the ground underneath your tent, correct? So you got to get sticks out. You got to get rocks out because rocks don't make good pillows. They don't make good mattresses. They don't even make good chairs. They're terrible. Rocks are out. Sticks are out because they give you splinters, right? And they poke you and it's just not fun. Sticks are just not fun. So you got to get sticks out. Um, I remember we were doing a retreat over at the farm um, and they had this big beach area and so we were setting up the tent at the beach, and it was just really a cool area with the stream flowing. It's just gorgeous. And at night, it was amazing because you would just listen to the water, just, shh. and it was great. Everybody was sleeping sound except for me because my sleeping bag was on a divot that someone forgot to fill in. So literally, it was like my head was down in this hole, and my hip was in this hole, and it just it was... It was bad. It just wasn't a comfy night at all. Now, that the streams kind of helped, but, you know, it's just not good. You have to prep the ground for your tent. And and see, back in the Bible days, when when they were talking about this tent making, tents were their habitat. I mean, this was their home. This was the place where they dwelled. This was their shelter. This is where everybody became, and, and they even worshipped in these tents. So these tents were everything. Uh, so when they cleared the ground, they literally had to make sure this was a plain level ground. And I believe that God is going to do that in our lives. He's going to clear things that need to be gone so that we can build a home that will last forever. And you know this in your relationship um, with, with people all around you. Uh, you know, if you have a significant other, if you have kids, you know this is true in that as well. Uh, relationships can't be uh, fruitful and, and, and right. If there are things that are in the way, because you'll come into those things, you'll be going fine and dandy and all of a sudden stick, you know, and you'd be like, what was that? But it's something that hasn't been cleared or you'll be going just fine. and dandy. all of a sudden you'll hit your head on a rock and say, well, what was that? Well, it was something that you didn't take care of. And so as we go in to build this and to increase, we got to make sure, number one, that the ground is level and clear of anything that will get in the way of building a beautiful culture of place to belong, a home. And so we're clearing the ground. I don't know what that looks like for your life, but I know a lot of times you'll have those prayer times with God where God will point out something that's a little painful. I have a love-hate relationship with that. Because it's good, I need to get it out. But man, does it hurt. Because sometimes the the stick has been there too long. And it's grown and it's attached. And it feels like it's a part of you. You know, there's some emotions in your life, some reactions to things that have become so normal for you that it almost feels like it's a part of you. And you've forgotten. It's a stick. It's a rock. It can be removed, but man, we've gotten so used to it. And so I believe that this is going to be a season where God points out things, not to not to say, ha ha, or, this is, you know, but to say, hey, this is what you need to get under control so that I can move you on to be a habitat for everybody to belong. And so we have to clear the ground. We have to clear the ground. I don't know what that looks like for you, but for me, it looks like getting before God and saying, God, help me see. You know, because sometimes you can be blind to your own inadequacies, but very, you know, overly righteous to everybody else's inadequacies, you know? May we be a team that looks in the mirror, you know? You want to change the world, got to look in the mirror. Whatever that Michael Jackson song is, you know, man in the mirror. You got to do that. We got to prep for what's coming. Um, see, when you have uh, people over for dinner, you don't prep the meal and hope it feeds everybody. You find out how many people are coming over and then you plan the meal accordingly to how many people you have coming. And I believe that God, and I love this in the scripture, it says clear lots of ground. I love that. Because not only are we gonna clear ground, that's great. You know, there are a lot of churches that are clearing ground. They're gonna build their church and all stuff. We're not called to clear some ground. We're called to to clear lots of ground. Why? Because we're prepping for big. We're prepping for a, a huge table of all to belong. Everybody, you know how many people are in Philly? Goodness gracious, there's millions, you know? If you just stay inside the city, it's 1.5. You go a little further out, there's like five to six. I mean, it's crazy amount of people. So if we're gonna prep the ground for them, for all to belong, think how big the table needs to be. Think how much rice you need to make, you know what I mean? How much chicken you need to put on the grill and how many boxes of mac and cheese it's gonna take to feed all these mouths, right? We have to get ready and clear enough space For what God, you always clear what you want God to bring. And so, you know, my challenge to you is in this season, clear everything so that you can get everything out of God. Clear enough for whatever you expect from God. He goes on, he says, make your tents large, spread out and think big. I love this because you know what? We're taking over territory with this home. We're not just coming in and kind of moving in to wherever fits nicely. We're literally going to clear ground and make a habitat over the entire area because we believe that this is life and death in and the balance. And, and that's why it's so serious to us. You know, there's things that matter to you. And there's things that are like, eh, you know, you might have a job. that's like, eh, I go and do my job. I get my paycheck. That's great. But then there are other things. That that build up a, a little bit of stamina in you and like a passion that builds up whenever you do it and those are the things that matter the most and that's what we're putting to the top is to saying hey God we want to do everything we can uh, I remember back when we lived in the trailer in Cochranville and uh, it was our first home and Ashley was very gracious to call it a home instead of a trailer because it helps the man's pride when he brings home the bacon and buys the home and it's not a trailer we lived in this trailer and it was literally had to be 12 maybe 1400 square foot and we would spend our nights just dreaming about our future home I mean because we were like we want a big space where lots of people can come over and we can just because we love to host and that's like our passion is like people 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 come 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 we love to host people but that was our dream that was our vision that's what we saw in the future even though we were here we saw that first. And so, yeah, we saw we were living in the trailer and that was reality. But the reality inside our minds was, we're striving for that. And that's what we're doing here. We're looking and we're, we're being, we're looking at reality, right? We're a smaller group. But we're looking at the vision of saying, what's to come? How much ground do we need to clear? We need to make our tents large. We need to make our tents big. We need to spread out. We can't think small or we'll stay small. We have to think large and expand our minds and our hearts to fit fit all that God wants to do. That's the hardest part because we're humans and humans think human thoughts. They don't think dog thoughts. They don't think God thoughts. They don't think anything. They think human thoughts. And so it's so hard to break that and think big outside of what you see here. But that's why it's so important to keep your eyes on vision instead of what's right in front of us. But man, when we got that home, Oh, man, I painted for four days straight. It was awesome. And I hate painting, but it was my home. And I was like, oh, man, you know how many stories these walls are going to have? I'm painting everything. And you know? I'm like, can cabinets be painted? I just want to paint the world. Because I, lo- I was so excited that we were finally in our home. And, man, I want to get you excited because someday we're going to have our tent and we're going to see it. And we're going to be painting the walls and say, this is what we were talking about. This is what we're talking about when we were sitting on those steps at Fenovation, you know, the cold steps. You know what I'm saying? When we were sitting there talking about this big old tent we we're gonna make, and we were all like, "Is this really gonna happen?" And look at now. I mean, I just I can't wait for the day that we look out and we say, "God, this is what you were talking about. This is what you're talking about. This is the season of increase. It's increase." It's pushing the limits. It's maximizing what's here. It's clearing the ground and having faith to say, we need a large territory. We need a big space. He goes on, he says, use plenty of rope, drive the tent pegs deep. Now, can you pass these out for me? Um, I want everybody to have one of these. Can I have one too, John? Thank you, sir. Tent pegs. Oh, yeah. Now, tent pegs are crazy. Some are sharp, some are wooden, some are aluminum and metal. Um, You've seen the little little cheap ones that come with the tents, right? And if you're a real tent maker, you don't settle for those because they bend when you step on them. But tent pegs are cool. (laughs) Trailers are cool, too. But tent pegs are designed to keep something steady, keep something secure. And when they would build a tent, they would take the canvas of the tent and they would put the pole right in the middle or they'd add three poles. And then they would take a rope and tie it to every corner of the tent and they would tie it onto these tent pegs. And then they would take the tent pegs and as far as they could stretch it, they would put it into the ground, and that's the extension of the tent. So everywhere they would go, at each corner, put the tent peg down and drive it deep. Now, I believe every one of us has a tent peg in this mission. You know, if you're a part of change or you're a part of the mission of, of making Philly great, you know, there are a lot of people that are, are going to be a part of this team that probably will never come to this church, you know, because we're a church that believes in partnering with everybody. Because we know that that city is way too big for us to handle. And it's going to take all of us working together. But there's a lot of people that have a tent peg in their hands with this mission. And, and I don't know what that looks like for you. You know, it might be your talents. It might be your relationships with people. It might be uh, your network or, or the doors that you can open with your influence. You know, God gives us all different superpowers. And I love it. And that's why we can all come together and work together because not all of us fly. Not all of us can see through walls. Not all of us have laser beam vision, you know. But we all have a superpower. So God, I believe in this thing. He's calling us to run with our tent peg. You've been given a tent peg, and I wanted to give you this so you could get a kind of a visual. Um, You've been given a tent peg. And this increase, it's great that we're building a culture and we are creating such a space For those to belong to come in and find Jesus Christ. Those to come in and and find out what their purpose in life is. That's amazing. We can do all that work and that's great. But this tent only goes as far as the tent peg holders can run and drive the tent peg in. And we all have a mission. We all have a place to go. We all have a thing that God has called us to do. And that's what I love about this. It's not on one person. It's all of us. It's all of us working together to say, where can I go to drive this tent peg in and claim ground for Jesus Christ? Uh, that's what we did when we, when we rode the L through Philly, and we just looked at every station because we believe every station we get off, we're going to look and say, okay, this is our territory, and we drive a stake into the ground, and then we go to the next station, and we get off and say, Okay. This is changed territory, and we drive a stake into the ground. Why? Because we believe that God has called us to expand our territory. We're not called just to stay small and stay in. Everywhere I go now, I'm thinking in my head, I'm claiming you (laughs) as your territory for Jesus Christ. Jesus has called me to expand, to increase, to make huge the tent. And so I have to ask you, where are you going with your tent peg? you know what what area are you in what people are you around what what area of the city do you feel called to reach where where is your hand where is your tent peg going to go in order to extend this tent can you just imagine if we all just ran as far as we can go say I got this covered. Okay, you go that way. I'll go over here to the snow cones. You know, And you go that way and John goes that way and Katie goes that way. And if we all spread out, can you imagine how big this tent can get in these months of increase as we drive it deep? And I believe that God is gonna give us such a passion and such a zeal for this that it's not that we just place it in and say, "Uh, this really would be cool if this would happen but it's almost like a passion that you get a little bit of attitude with it and you say, this is gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there's a difference between, you know, you, you, you might wanna come if you want to and there's a difference between that and dude, this is the greatest thing ever and you need to be a part of it because this is what's gonna happen in the future. There's a difference, you know, when you get passionate about something and say, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna pass out a meal to a homeless person or I'm gonna give them a jacket or something like that. There's a difference between that and getting on their level and saying, what can I do for you? How can I help you? Because I care about you deeply. There's a difference. And those that want increase passionately drive the stakes deep. You guys are stakeholders, literally. So, what are you doing with your piece? What are you doing with your piece of the mission? And this is our season. Hey, touch your neighbor and say, This is your season. This is your season. I love it. One time I made brownies. Uh, I'm not the greatest in the kitchen. Ashley will be the first to tell you. But I, one time I just got inspired. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I'm going to make brownies. So I went to the kitchen, made brownies, put it in the oven. I felt really good about it, brought the plate of brownies to Ashley. I'm like, baby, I made you brownies. And we're eating it, we're eating it, and all of a sudden she's like, and spits it out into her hand, and I'm like, that's just rude, okay? You know how much food I eat, you know, of yours? And I just, it's all good, but, <laughs> but I eat it all. Like, what's wrong? And she's like, okay, I, I don't, did, did you stir the eggs in? Because there's a piece of egg, like, cooked in my brownie. I hadn't stirred everything in, so it wasn't the greatest batch of brownies. Let me just tell you, there are some things in your life that God is still working on, that you've given up on, but he hasn't worked it in yet. And there are a lot of things that you might be coming to this season and you might be saying, Lodge, that's really cool. Oh, increase, love it, love it to death. Tried that once, tried being passionate once, Uh, didn't work for me, you know, I'm not a really outgoing person, you know, I kind of stumble over everything and that's okay. That was that season, but I want you to know that God is working things inside of you and he's not done yet but he's working things inside of you and he's going to make you someone that you've never been before in this season because this is a season of maximization. This is a season of increase. I think I just made up that word. This is a season that is your best season yet because God's going to sharpen you and deepen your faith and maximize whatever's going on inside of you. Maximize your gifts and your talents and your focus. God's going to do that in you are you excited? I'm excited. I get pumped about that because I, I believe that I, I feel good already. So if God's going to take me even more, all right, bring it on. Let's do this thing. I'm so, I'm so excited. I wonder if there are some strengths inside of you that you haven't even yet found. And God's just wanting to get you ready and get you out of your comfort zone. And maybe, maybe this is going to be a great season for you to, number one, clear the ground and look at what sticks and rocks are in your way now you can maximize, now you can build, now you can look outside and and really boost everything in your life that you thought was a failure. But this is a new season. This is your season. It's your season of increase. He he goes on. He says, use plenty of rope, drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. I love that. You're going to take over whole nations. How many know we've settled for half nations for way too long? Come on. Uh, we've settled for too little. We've, we've expected too little out of the church. We've expected too little out of, out of movements that come out of God. We've expected too little when we pray. Well, God, if it's your will, Lord, if you are on your throne and you just think a little inkling of us, then you will do something if you will. You know, we, we don't expect anything anymore. I think it's time we started grabbing the bull by the horns and saying, God, we believe that this is your time. This is the time you're going to bring heaven to earth. This is the time we're going to see miracles happen, signs and wonders take place on earth. The the things that the prophets spoke about are going to happen these days because we are here and God has sent us here. Do you believe that? Come on, God, God has an amazing thing for us. So we're going to take over whole nations. We're not going to settle for half nations. We're not going to settle for half promotions okay? We're not going to settle for half relationships and half serving, an inkling, a a percentage. No, no, no. We're all in. Whole nations. We want it all. Not just a little bit of Philly. We want all of Philly, right? Why not? Why not? It's God. He said, you're going to resettle abandoned cities. And God spoke to me when I read this. And he said, there are some cities that others have given up on that are just waiting to be resettled. And it's going to take those that can see with eyes of heaven to see those cities and what is valuable in them. Because on the naked eye, they don't look like much. But when God gets involved, they can become great fortified cities. And I believe that's what God is doing in us right now. He's preparing us. He's preparing us. He's getting us ready. He's, he's got us focused and we're ready to go with this. And now God is going to show us the territory that we're going to start to take over and say, this is our land. We are claiming this for Jesus. This is what he's called us to do. We're taking over whole nations. So we're going to increase. And, and he, he ends with this, this amazing statement of don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Stop it. Stop Fearing. Don't be afraid. I, I have to tell myself that all the time. You know, I don't know if, if any of if you can relate with, with me, but I have a calling in my life that doesn't match my personality. I'm an introvert by nature. I could sit in the corner and be quiet all day long and be happy as anything. But God's called me to be a leader and to shout from the mountaintops. So all the time I have to tell myself, don't be afraid. What do you need to tell yourself? Don't be afraid. God's called you for this. He's meant you for this. He, he designed you from the beginning of time for this. Don't be afraid. You know, there's some doors that we're walking through right now as a church and I, personally that you're walking through and you're saying, I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> How did I get here? I'm not skilled. I, I definitely don't have the qualifications. Didn't go to school for this. But there are some things that God is going to put you in front of just because you're his child and because he's called you and dubbed you as the prophet to the nations. That's what he's spoken of your life. You're the prophet to the nations. And so you have to tell yourself, don't be afraid. So tell yourself, say, me? Don't be afraid. Say, don't be afraid. I love this. He says, you're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Don't hold back. We're all in. We're all in, everything, everything to the grind. We're all in, putting it all down, putting all of our strength, all of our resource into seeing his kingdom come to earth. That's what we're doing. We're gonna make increase happen. You know how we're gonna do it? One tent peg at a time. You're in a conversation, you feel it, you're like, all right, this is it. Claim that territory, one tent peg at a time. I believe God is calling us to such an increase. And and here's where we're going to increase. And you can stick these up um, as we talk about them. But the first thing is we're going to increase our passion for Jesus, increasing the way that we seek after the things of God, seek after his face, and seek after change in our city. You can go ahead and stick that up, guys. So we're going to increase our passion for Jesus, increase the way that we seek his face. You know, there's a difference between um, talking to God and seeking his face. I talked to God for a very long time of my relationship with him. Talked to him, you know, oh God, you're amazing. Have my daily time with him. But there's a difference between uh, seeking and talking. And seeking is emotion, talking is, is a conversation. And so when you're having a conversation with God, it's great. You can have a conversation with anybody. But if, if I were to leave, and you're still talking to me, um, there, there would have to be something change for you in order to get with me again. Does that make sense? And so I, I wanna I want challenge you and I'm challenging myself, hey, let's not just have quiet time with God, let's have rambunctious time with God, let's seek him, let's get a little crazy, let's turn on some worship music, turn it up a little bit so we don't look insane and, then start, and start touching heaven with our, our Jesus time. Can I challenge you with that? To not just pray to him, but to seek him. And then come, come. Come on, let's talk about it. What's God sharing into your life? What's God speaking to you? Because when you seek him, the Bible says that he will be found by you. It's not like he's waiting and saying, hmm, I, hope they find me. I hope they can find me. No, he, he wants to be sought after. Uh, the second thing is we are also increasing the way we pursue what he's called us to do. Whatever he's called you to do, This is your season. Pursue it more. Pursue it more with more intensity, with more uh, ambition, with more endeavors to it. Let's go for it with all that we have, pursuing what he's called us to do and who he's called us to invite into the home. And that's the tent peg, man. That's saying, God, where do you want me to go? Who do you want me to reach? Who do you want me to talk to? And going for it, pursuing it. Um, and I think about this thought all the time. I think about you know, our, our launch. When, when we go into you know, this, this launch of services in September, I think about how long of a line do you want behind you, you know, of people that have come because of your words? Wouldn't it be cool if we each had like a line of 20 to 30 people behind us? I, I got my ground covered know who you got i said last week don't don't live on my fruit okay get your own fruit plant your own seeds get your own trees to pick from you know because we're all going to work at this together to see philadelphia change for jesus christ because he has way too big of a mission for this city for all of us just to depend on one person or one team or it's all of us we all got to put our nose to the ground and do this thing and the last thing is we are increasing our capacity to dream and think big thoughts. We are taking on the mind of Christ and his thoughts for the city because God knows our thoughts aren't big enough. And let me tell you, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. If they don't seem out of your reach, they ain't a God dream. You gotta think big, think huge. Let it scare you to death. Let it keep you up at night. (laughs) A lot of nights I'll just be laying there like, wow, <laughs> this is way too big. This really is impossible if you look at it like through human standards. But that's, that's the things that I, I believe that God gets excited about. That's the ones his angels are like, yo, I got this one, God, let me take this on, you know? But my, my prayer is just that, that God wakes us up and, and he takes us to a new place of desperation. He takes us to a new place of passion that as we follow after him, We'll say, God, whatever it takes, we're gonna build this home for all to belong, for all to find healing, for all of those that have been rejected to find a place to to belong. For all those that have been neglected by the world, we wanna shine a light and say, hey, here's a safe place. This is a place where you can find love, you can find acceptance, you can find wholeness. How many know wholeness isn't found in anything of the world? It's only found in Jesus. And so that makes this thing that much more serious of a mission. This is life and death in hell. This is life and death in heaven. This is important. This is important. And so I'm asking you, make this tent peg super important on your priority list. Can you bump it up? And the way you seek God, can you bump it up? Let's go after him with all of our hearts Let's challenge each other and say, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? You know, I'm challenging myself, saying, I, I, I gotta not be afraid. I gotta walk into this with boldness. And I tell you the same thing. Look at yourself, cross eye yourself, you know? Hey, don't be afraid, you know. Talk to yourself. Don't be afraid. Seek God with all your heart. You're meant more, you're meant for more than, than what you're living for now. Let's do this thing and let's do it with all of our might. All right? Let's pray. God, I love you so much. I just thank you. I thank you for this incredible mission. And God, I thank you for this season that we're about to go in, a season of increase. God, I thank you that you are doing amazing things in us right now. You're doing amazing things in our hearts and in our minds and in our eyes and our ears so we can see things we've never seen and hear things we've never heard. We're going to hear your voice this season like we've never heard you before. Because we're going to get desperate. We're going to seek after you. And God, I pray that you'd show us the territory you want us to take over. That it wouldn't just be something that we're doing flippantly. But God, we would do it with laser beam focus. We know exactly what territory you're telling us to go after. And God, help us to do it with boldness. God, I pray for everybody in this room. You give them a boldness and a courage to step into the life that you've designed for them. God, help them not to be afraid. Help not to look back at the other past, of the other seasons, because that was the season that was behind them. And you have a brand new season for what's ahead of them. God, I thank you for that. I pray that you would just help us as we walk into this, encourage us, challenge us, push us. We love you so much, God, and we trust you. In your precious name we pray.